Good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Chris. I'm Dr. Adam Thomas. <laughs> and we're Ooh. here this evening for something totally new and different. Uh, not to celebrate anything specific, but just because uh, we thought it would be something a bit different and a bit fun. Um, obviously, we cover horror movies endlessly and discuss ghosts and the supernatural and... But, and I don't know if we've ever actually addressed on the podcast um, our beliefs or lack of or interest in the supernatural. Um, so I thought it might just be nice to have a bit of a, an open, uh, you know, a bit of a, an open chat about it. Um, yeah, and discuss any interesting supernatural experiences we've had or generally, I say, just what our opinions are of the supernatural in general. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was a really good idea because, yeah, it is something we don't really, um, yeah, we don't really have time for in a weird way. We're sort of so busy <laughs> talking about films. the films or whatever. So, um, just to assure all listeners, I have got with me an official uh, PKE meter. And, we are not uh, messing around. Looks like we're clear for ghosts. Excellent. Ooh. Good. Thank you for checking. That is yeah. probably about as accurate as the shit I was watching Amused the other day on uh, Most Haunted or whatever the fuck I was watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, there won't be any spoilers because we're not discussing a film. There will be swearing. Um, yeah. I'm warning you now. It's going to happen. Um, <laughs> so, Adam, let's start with you. Are you a believer? Are you sceptic? Uh, how do you feel? I am... I think my I'll give you my background on it. Basically, basically, I'm a skeptic because you know I live in a world that, or certainly I perceive the world mostly through things that are factual or provable or so on and so forth. And there doesn't see there's never been anything scientifically proved. Mm. Um, to put, but to quote Alan Moore, it's sort of yeah. But the whole point of sort of you know real realism is that it does have boundaries because any system has boundaries, mm. and there probably is room, even if it's just in terms of intellectual thought, to go outside those boundaries. But in essence, I'm skeptical because I don't think. I, I think there's something happening that people are experiencing that we don't have an explanation for. And whether we will, we don't know. And mm. you would think that, you know, I don't, by now, like we're so fucking advanced, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just, I sort of sit in the camp of, no, you didn't. You know, yes, you. Yes, I think you. Yes, I think you saw that. Yeah, I that, don't know if it. I would see that. Yeah. yeah, there's so much information about, you know, the brain now, and, hmm. uh, you know, yeah, cognition and how we perceive vision and sounds and. So and is so, that is that i'm imagining you're in the same camp thing chris well, you don't... well i am well so I, I growing up i absolutely believed i was like yeah mm. oh, i love it ghosts amazing you know um 
monsters. So yeah, and I was terrified of everything. <laughs> and then and then, as my story will tell, um, I became a non believer. Okay. <laughs> but I still I still love the idea of, you know, magical realism. Like there there are there's sort of levels of perception where if you just focus on exactly what appears to be real, you probably miss something that's that's a value in the world. So it's not it's not paranormal, but it's sort of appreciation of um something that gives a sense of magic perhaps to experience. Yeah, there's definitely that element to it. I think the way I look at it, when I, like like you, when I was a kid, it fascinated me. Mm. It still fascinates me. Mm. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. But it's in a weird way, I almost see it as linked to my state of mind or you know depression or whatever like that in so much mm. as it's like yeah i've gone on and i've i thought there, you know i thought there were ghosts i thought there was magic and it turns out that the only things are real are like you know tax yeah <laughs> you know we- weaponized mass murder you yeah. know the, illness the, uh, and disease and yeah <laughs> you know it's sort of the the things that are real are, are either sort of very unromantic or very tedious and you know so i think there's that sort of element there where you want something because you just feel it would be you know i think that hallucinations are definitely real hope, you know yeah. against a very mm. sort of tawdry reality really you know it's <laughs> I think that's where I come from as well. So I'm an absolute 100% non-believer. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I do still sit here all day, every day, listening to podcasts about Holy yeah. Rectory and yeah, and like, and I don't believe any of it. But I do love the idea, and I I would love for it to 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 get me. Um, now, saying I'm an absolute 100% non-believer. I think it is. I think it is an important thing to point out that when people say, as you guys said. Oh, I've seen something, or I've heard something, or I live in a haunted house. I don't think those people are intentionally lying or after attention. No. I just believe, and I'll, I'll tell you my closest I came to a supernatural story, and hopefully it will help mm. to to uh, point what I mean. If you believe in the supernatural, when something slightly odd happens, you immediately go, "Well, it was a ghost." Mm. Yeah, and that was a poltergeist. That noise downstairs, that was a poltergeist. It's only if you don't believe that and you go, I need to go deeper. So so the closest we came, uh, I've not told this. I think both of you have heard this story, but I've never told it on the podcast. So about 10 years ago, uh, Lady Jennifer and I were house sitting at a converted farm in Norfolk. Oh, dangerous. Uh, for some relatives. And we were staying in a, a lovely room that we've stayed in before. Um, and I woke up. We we watched Salem. I remember it perfectly clearly. We watched Salem's Lot. We had a couple of bottles of wine. And wait, we were, wait, you'll have to tell us. I, I haven't seen Salem's Lot. It's Give a vampire a quick... movie. So right, it's, okay. it's just it's the fact it was a horror movie rather than Salem's yep. Lot specifically. And it does also mean we're adding it to the list, Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and we went to bed and fell to, fell asleep and I woke up in the early hours of the morning and when I opened my eyes above the bed was floating a white cloud 
and it was moving and undulating and it was a hundred percent there. And I thought it isn't, it, it isn't real. My eyes are obviously still half asleep. If I lay here for a bit longer and wake up, it'll dissipate or I'll see what's causing it. And I laid there for about five minutes and it was still there. So in the end, I thought, you know what? I'm going to risk certain death and wake my wife up and <laughs> say to her, you need to see this. And I turned over to see her laying there wide awake, eyes open, watching it as well. And I went, y you're seeing this, aren't you? And she said, if I say I'm not, can we pretend it isn't happening and go to sleep? And I went, yep. And that was it. And that Now, what, if we were believers, that would have been it. We'd, there'd have been no further investigation. We'd have said, right, we saw a ghost that night. And we'd tell everybody that room is haunted. We definitely saw it. It was definitely it. Because neither of us will, unless literally a ghost comes in here and slaps me in the face, I will never believe it. So the next night we were like, we definitely didn't see a ghost. We need to go and work out what happened. So we went back upstairs once it got dark, but before we were tired or had drunk any wine and laid down in the bed and found that what it was, because it's an old farm, rather than the wall and the ceiling being at right angles, mm. the wall sort of curved round into the ceiling. Um, and it was our text and... Although the curtains were shut, there was a bit of light in the flower bed below the window. They had solar lights and mm. growing up the wall, there was like ivy. So what we were seeing was the light from solar lights coming over the top of the curtains and bending around the curved ceiling. And because the wind was blowing the ivy, it was creating a sh it creating shadows in the light mm. that came up, and it created this <laughs> weird movement. And because we were half asleep, you your eyes couldn't quite work out how yeah. far away it was. So it looked yeah. closer than it was. Yeah. So that was what it was. But and that's <laughs> that's what I feel. I think people who believe in ghosts and believe in the supernatural, as soon as something strange happens, will go. Well, of course it was a ghost because they're real. So it was definitely that. Whereas those of us who don't go, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying that. Yeah, you're so tempted think, to try and work it out. They, yeah. They've they've stopped at that explanation. They're mm. not going to look yeah. further it's, to see what yeah. the solution is. Yeah, precisely. It, it reminds me. It reminds me a bit of um, in Red Dwarf when they're talking about Rimmer with uh, aliens, mm. and Lister says to him, "You think everything's aliens." Picture falls off the wall. That's aliens. <laughs> Can't find your keys. That's aliens. That time we used a whole bog roll in a day. You said that was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it is, you know, you, you're not going to, like you say, you don't, if you're, if that is, if that's something you believe in, you won't necessarily explore beyond that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the interesting thing that comes up a lot of the time is when you hear people who you would, for want of a better phrase, describe as rational. Because mm. I'm not saying people who believe in ghosts are irrational, because if there's no, no proof, you can't prove a negative any more than Absolutely. you prove a you know, but there's been no positive proof. But so it's not irrational laws of, you know, it's not delusional or anything like that. It's no. just someone who has different thoughts, you know, a, a different Someone reality. who you assume will yeah. think the same way you do. And then when they don't, you go, oh, that's interesting. 
and I think yeah, and it's it's very interesting when it's people who are like, I don't believe in ghosts. Here's the ghost. I, I here's the experience I had. Yeah, <laughs> because usually they have gone through. Well, I know there was no one else in the house. I went and checked, and you know, I've definitely you 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 know whatever the sort of they've looked into it. Yeah, and mm. not found a. Uh, you know, not found an explanation that satisfies them. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a really interesting sort of area. Um, so, I also think... Oh, sorry, sorry, man. No, no, go on. No, no, I, was, uh, I think I was just rambling, to be honest. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, on that note, have you guys had anything happen to you that feel that, that someone... That when you tell people, they go, well, that's supernatural. When you go, well, no, I don't believe it is, but I've not yet found an explanation for it. Have either of you ever had anything like that? I've, I've well, for starters, I'm going to say this. I've seen a couple of UFOs in the most strict sense, in that mm. I've seen things in the sky the, that I don't the, know what they very are. Very hard to explain, yeah. But that's not, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That, that, that's just, it's fucking high up in the sky and i don't know well we've, they even yeah. happened recently in in america where they were shooting down yeah. things and who knows what they were but they were almost certainly what? some sort of weather or scientific yeah uh, device so i mean i'll i mean i'll i'll say this one now i won't say who i was with because i haven't had chance to ask them yeah whether they want it broadcast so i won't name the person but um basically we would on a reasonably regular basis, go and get lost in my car because mm. it was kind of like we're bored. So good fun. Those of us in the bank yep. could take a six pack of road sodas and we'd just let Adam get us lost in the countryside. It was great. It was brilliant. And yeah, and I remember it was it was just us two. Um and um I was, uh, and Lee can attest to this, that I, I spent probably far too long quite straight edge. Yes. Not mm. intentionally, like as in, <laughs> oh, you know, not not X's on my hands and listening to minor threat. I was just, <laughs> I, I just didn't sort of, you know, mostly because I like driving and it was like, well, I can't drive if I'm out of my fucking face. So I'll have to, <laughs> you know, I'll rein it in. I won't. Uh, and um, so I was stone cold sober. The person who was with me was stoned. I know that uh, because fuck me, he was awake. So yeah, he probably was. I know who this is. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and as we were driving through, um, it was Brentwood, I think, and we were driving through, and I can only say we saw a manta ray fly across <laughs> the sort of above the car. From one side of the, so you're going down a road with lines of trees either side, and it basically flew from, I think, from the left over the car, it, and it looked like a manta ray, but it was going really fucking fast. Wow! And but both of us saw it as a manta ray, and it wasn't. We didn't seem to. Do you know, it wasn't one person suggested it and then the other, and the other one went, oh, we, it did yeah. look a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 That we, is the funny both, thing when it is just both we, at the same we, time. So we both see absolutely no idea what it was. Mm. Probably just, I don't know, it could have been a bat trapped in a fucking carrier bag. I don't fucking know. <laughs> a really thick owl. But, you know, it was... Somehow um, I just looked mentally. Mm. 
somehow it looked like a manta ray and it felt um i don't know it was probably it felt a bit like sort of it, it, it now i look back on it it's kind of like nump yeah mm, yeah, yeah. But, but it's of, funny right? but it being a manta ray almost like you can't easily tell that and people believe it because it sounds a bit too silly but it's like that is actually that is truthfully what you thought it was mm. yeah, it's not like you decided let's let's change that to make it sound somehow no, this was more this like was the nearest yeah the nearest thing <laughs> to what we that. saw <laughs> yeah and and let's face it at that point not not in a position you would usually see it yeah no. you know it's like it's like finding a fucking elephant on yeah, uh, Marlin Chu. <laughs> you know, you sort of like I only saw it briefly, but I'm sure it was an elephant. <laughs> you know, that incidentally, that is not a story. I haven't seen yeah. an elephant on, at Mile End. Just putting that out there. Um, and then the only other story that I have would be, and I don't, I don't know if you remember this, Lee, but I was with you, and we were with. Um, someone who I would imagine is probably okay with us mentioning. So he will uh, be fine, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and actually, big big shout out to Wes. He's not he's not very well at the moment. So oh, right. you know, wishing you well, bruv. Yeah. And, yeah um, he's um, so um, so it was uh, Wesley who uh, does uh, Moss Eisley Happy Hour with us and has guested on the show and has his and own did our logo. Pod- yeah. And, and, and has his own um, uh, podcast, oh, as yet yeah, unexplained. Yeah, which, in, interestingly enough, you know, deals with a lot of these sort of things. And Wes, mm. Wes, I think, comes from... I I would like to think that I follow a sort of Fortean thing with unusual events of, well, I like hearing about them and mm. speculating over them. But the Fortean thing is just like, right, we're just going to present you with the bare bones. Here's what happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it rained fish in Kent last Wednesday, or <laughs> whatever it is. That genuinely did happen, and then yeah, the rest of it's up to you if you want to yeah. claim that. Like what caused it? And, what yeah. Yeah, exactly? Yeah, and um, but um, yeah, so it was uh, me, you, and Wes, and we were over um, uh, the church, Hong, the Hong Church, the Hong Church, yes. Yeah, so this is in Hornchurch, and Hornchurch gets its name from the Horned Church. It's got because, horns on it yeah. because it's got horns on it. It's got a um, <laughs> like a bullhead, isn't it, on, mm-hmm. the, yeah. on one of the um, one of the signs? And we were we were over there at night, obviously, because we were sort of you know goths and metalers, and <laughs> um, you know the cider flowed free. I don't know. But um, actually, again, I would have been sober because I was driving. Yeah. But, um, um, but we were over. We, I remember we were over there, and I can't quite remember the the sort of chronology of events. But basically, we sort of got a bit spooked by hanging around in a graveyard after dark. You know, I mean, that's that's. And again, this is half the factor. It's again where you expect to see things. Yeah. So if you're in a graveyard at night, are you more likely to go, that was something supernatural? Or you'd, that think, was something- you'd think your mind is primed for for such an experience in that situation. Well, yeah, is you expect rationality to kick in, but rationality's got fuck all to do with, yeah. you know, flight or flight. The, yeah, the experience in that moment yeah. is whatever and, it is. And so we were over the graveyard, got a bit spooked, and so we made our way across the graveyard and there was like a, a long drive 
down the side of it that led to the car park. So mm. we thought, right, we'll go over to that and then just make our way down. It's It's got lights and everything, you know. So as we were doing that, we kind of started feeling, we kept hearing stuff going on behind us like we were being followed, um, you know, sort of, but it would stop as we stopped. So we finally got to this path, and the path is, has quite a thick, or did then, I haven't been there for years, no. uh, had like quite a thick hedge, like um, down running that sort of separated it from the graveyard. And as we were walking along, we were sort of going, and then there was, and admittedly, could have been any one of us, but there was a sudden smell of shit. Because, and, you know, there's always the thing where it's the devil is marked by the smell of poo. But, um, yeah, we were sort of walking along. It was like, Jesus. And we, we, it was so strong, we stopped. And then something started coming through the bush towards us, like through the hedge. And it was fucking loud, and it sounded like it was fucking big. Mm. So we broke into a run. And sort of uh, went a bit further. We were heading down the path. But then about the midway point from where we'd run from to our destination, the end of the path in the car park, suddenly we just were lit from above like a strobe light mm. for about, I don't know, two or three seconds. It wasn't long, but it was enough that we sort of stopped, stared up and just into this blinking light. And then it stopped again and everything was quiet and we fucking kept running. <laughs> but it was enough of a weird moment that we actually stopped running to sort of be like, what the fuck? Mm. And, yeah, and genuinely that's that's the story. I have no fucking idea um, what, what was there. So, you know. See, now I remember it slightly differently, but I can tell you the reason we were in that graveyard was my fault because... <laughs> I had been encouraged by some friends at school and we stayed over there on Halloween night. Mm. And again, a bit like the incident when I was with you, my memory of it is different to what theirs was. So they came away and were like, oh my God, this is... and I was like, it's not quite how I remember it, but okay. So, mm -hmm. and especially when I went back with you guys and I think I worked out what had happened. So we spent the night in the graveyard very little had happened. We just sat around, as you mentioned, drunk a lot of cider and talked shit for a while. At some point in the night, we went for a walk. Now, the story that everyone had the same story was that at one point we walked, we decided to get up and go for a walk to keep ourselves awake because we wanted to stay awake all night in case we saw something. We walked through a clearing and it was suddenly as if it was broad daylight. And there was a noise, and when we turned around, there was a dead bird that we were convinced had just fallen out of the tree. And we all ran, and we got out of the graveyard, and we didn't go back. Now, my recollection is that we were walking around to try and stay awake. We went into a clearing that was slightly better lit, which allowed us <laughs> to see something on the floor that could have been a dead bird, Somebody shouted, run, and we all ran. And that's <laughs> all I remember. And then when I went back with Adam and Wes, what I realised is the walk that we'd taken to try and keep ourselves awake had taken us 
close to that path that we were just talking about, which had streetlights over it. So yeah. all that had happened mm-hmm. is we'd walked, we'd been sitting for six hours in the pitch black and dark, yeah. And we'd gone mm. somewhere a bit lighter and spotted a dead bird and somebody shit themselves. So therefore we all <laughs> ran away. Mm. So what had happened is we'd gone back because I wanted to show you where it was and we'd walked the same walk, except we'd walked right to the end of the graveyard, joined that path and walked back down. But the only bit of any of that I remember was us walking along and then Wes going, did you hear that? You saying yes. And then him shouting run. And then we ran. And I don't remember anything (laughs) other than that, but it was a long time ago. So, yes. It was well. It was a long time ago, and also, in, fa- in fairness, you probably had a drink. So, but yeah, equally, you e- probably had. Yeah, but equally, yeah, that is something I have no explanation for, and probably there are a thousand and one people, billions of people who can give me any, you know, a number of rationalizations. And please, please do. Because yeah. yeah, I still don't know what the fuck happened, and I sort of, and it's weird. It's not. It's never been something that's driven me to curiosity in a weird way. I think there's a part of it that's like, I, if that is something dodgy that you've touched, in terms of you know, super weirdness or mm. supernatural or whatever like that. It's like, I'll just leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> I've, had, I've had a brush with it. If it is real, but it's that sort of real, fuck that. <laughs> you know, it's mm. sort of, I don't know. So, but yeah. um, what about you, Chris? Have you experienced the strange? Oh, well, I just experienced a very strange thing of the internet going unstable. Just at, just at the <laughs> point. It's where the true ghosts are. Yeah. Oh, all, the, all those accounts written by people who are no longer yeah. with us. Um, yeah, so Chris, anything ever happened okay. to you? I guess we've lost him. I think we might have done. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll give him five minutes. Uh, in In the meantime, I will use this as my opportunity. Now, although I say I'm not a believer and I do have my mm. love of ghost stories, etc., I do have that thing, you know, it's like when you do something and it hurts, so you know not to do it, but you keep doing it. My one, yeah, my one of those is watching Most Haunted and those type shows because mm. I know they are going to send me into a spiral of rage, but I can't <laughs> fucking help watching them, but they drive me mental. Um, And the one I watched recently that did it most of all, and literally I think about three times I had to go, <gasps> because it was about one o'clock in the morning. I was watching it in the bedroom. I was like, mm. just watch it quietly so I don't wake her up. And then I kept going, oh, fuck off now. Come on. Um, <laughs> and it was 28 Days Haunted. Um, right. It was a mm. Netflix original show. <laughs> it was basically, so they claimed alarm bells started from the very off. So the intro is, the Warrens, I was like, right, well, that's a fucking alarm. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. Claimed, claimed that um, they had decided that after 28 days being alone, locked in a house that is haunted, that was the optimum time for you. The 28th day was when the ghosts would reveal themselves and blah, blah, blah. 
Mm. Now, they then said they tested this on the 4,000 hauntings that they investigated. So just to give you an idea, I've done the maps. If they did, I know they're not saying they did it on everyone, but just to give you a rough idea, had they done 28 days investigation on 4,000 hauntings, they would have had to have been investigating for 333 yeah. years. Now, I yeah. know they look pretty fucking ropey, but they didn't look that bad. Um, so that was the premise of the show. What actually, so they got these groups of ghost hunters, dropped them off, so they blindfold them, drove them somewhere that is supposedly super haunted, but not famous enough that they would know anything about it, mm. and dropped them off to see what would happen. And a lot of them didn't know each other, so they were like, one of them was a medium, and one of them was a tech Extra large. Giant. <laughs> Um, yeah, and they'd basically isolate them in this house. What inevitably happened in all of them was within the first 24 hours, they had miraculously, by various types of nonsense bullshit, worked out what the ghost was, who it was, who, where it had died, what its name was, the relationship to the... <laughs> like, basically everything in the first 24 hours. And what then subsequently happened in the next 27 days is they got to fucking hate each other's guts. And that was it. That was all the show was. And it was so much bullshit. So much like, oh, the spirits must be draining him because all he's doing is sleeping. Mm. No, there's him and a woman in the house. He hates her. There's no distraction, no internet, no TV, no outside world. Of course he's sleeping the whole time because his doctrines are sleeping or fucking talking to that mad old trout. Of course he's going to spend the whole time in bed. Nothing draining him. <laughs> um, yes, I so think it ends up in rather a lot of me screaming, "I'll oh, fuck off now!" <laughs> See, I think that I think that's another thing, and weirdly enough, I don't know whether it connects to the magic sort of side of things. Hmm. You know, like I, was, like I was saying about the like the loss of magic and the sort of loss of wonder hmm. is, hmm. I think that when people exploit it. And you can see they're exploiting it, mm. you know, and they're exploiting other people's beliefs, like sort of, you know, when it's you get like uh, spiritualist cold reading audiences and yeah. stuff like that. I just think that's fucking despicable, especially with mm. especially with yeah. ghosts and stuff like that, because you generally are intruding on grief. Mm. It is, and I think that's the other thing with me as well is because, like I was, you know, we were saying, you know. If it was scientifically provable, it definitely would have been by now. There would have been some evidence somewhere. So why do so many people still believe? And I think it shows like this. I think if you took all this nonsense propaganda away, like people would just go, yeah, we used to believe that, but we didn't know any better. And it was just, and I mean, and I'd, I'd never want the idea of the supernatural to disappear because I find it so utterly fascinating. So I would be, gutted mm. if there was suddenly categorical proof 100% there are no ghosts I am 100% convinced there are none but the fact that it isn't proof it, it can't be mm. proved is what still gives me that little tingle although I would mm. never believe it it's still that yeah, so, yeah there's I, some excitement to it definitely yeah, yeah. and I so think it, that probably is what bears into the horror thing yeah that's mm. why we enjoy horror is because it's it makes um, it possible for a while, yeah. even if it isn't real. It gives you exactly. that. This is the world mm. in which it happens. And you go, oh, I really wish that was real. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping I've killed the gremlins now, and I can tell you all about my Ooh, yes. experience. Yes. So, <clears throat> um, so I, I did absolutely believe when I was very young, like I said, and throughout school, um, there was this this tale of the white lady, you know, whispers and and people saying they'd definitely seen her, and it's like wow, and it's just this built up in in a lot of our minds, and mm. um, and I'd never seen anything else, you know, I'd read lots of books about all sorts of different hauntings around and it's like no I've never seen anything okay right and then this this came to a point where it's like no we've got to see I've got to find out the truth of this so it was over um in Harold Hill over the manor um in in Duckwood and it was meant to be around a lake now it's a small pond or is it it's a small lake I don't know maybe I got the wrong one but it was a it was a dark night I was that's it I'm heading out on my own on my bike and I was getting scared because I was at the age where you get very scared and it, it's dark in there and there's no one around and you come up and, and the the lake is like it's covered in green algae it looks it looks like the right sort of place <laughs> so so I, as you come up to it you know your heart starts beating and you're thinking no, nothing's gonna happen nothing's gonna happen but you're terrified and you get to the lake riding around and of course, nothing happens. Mm. And so all these people that had promised it, it definitely will, it definitely will. And I think that was one of the times where, that's it, my brain went, this doesn't exist. This is definitely yeah. people <laughs> making it up, people seeing things, and they believe it. Because this was this was it. This was the one time that I was definitely going to see something. Yeah. Now, I, I, I do have friends who still say they did see it. They have since tried to explain it as deer probably missed you know again late at night tired possibly drunk so Who are these misty deers hanging around <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but it was funny right so so actually it built up more in my mind because i pictured this white lady as being the white ghost at the start of ghostbusters in the library and so mm. that just kept coming to my mind as I'm I'm getting there. But yeah, so but it's funny. I, I looked it up online just to see did did was this a wider phenomenon known about? And and I found this. It said um, the Golden Lion is on the site of Britain's oldest operating public house. At the end of the century, the church bought it to bought it to replace with a coaching tavern for pilgrims and travellers. And in 1402, the Lion, as it was then known, first opened its doors. There are about 23 ghosts that have manifested themselves, including a female ghost named the White Lady. She was murdered in nearby Harold Hill in the 1890s, who celebrated her wedding reception in the pub. Several people have seen her over the years, and a psychic recently claimed she could feel her presence and said she's here in the picture. And sure enough, a photograph was found of the ghost lady standing in the nearby marketplace. Never has an exorcism been required. The golden lion ghosts are nice ghosts, said a local historian. I have been for a ghost walk around the golden lion. Um, I've been for a ghost walk pretty much anywhere. Everywhere. Not just I've done them in Salem. If I go anywhere and there's a ghost walk available, I'm on that shit every time. Again, it's that that's, um, you know, again, it's one of those things where you just want to hear about that. Because I think there's there's something. The the other thing is that the ghost is almost like keeping the history alive. Yes. Mm. You I know, do love because, the historical side of it as well. It's it's sort of in a weird, odd way, it commemorates things and stuff like that because it's like it's the ghost of 
blah 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 because of blah blah blah. Yeah. So. And and on the point of aliens, um, I've never been abducted. Although some people think I possibly have been at points in my life, <laughs> and I'm that still waiting us. for the probe, but that's not come yet either. It's just it's just the vibe you give off. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I've got two very interesting stories about strange memories I have that Ooh. I cannot explain, but there isn't time to do it tonight. Um, oh, that that could be a, a follow-up. We'll bring it up at some point. It uh, one of them is a is a hundred percent a dream, but there was something about it that was very unnerving. The other one is an experience that happened, and it's strange because my memory absolutely remembers it clear as day but my thought process at the time was so wrong for what mm. i should have been thinking that i've never quite managed to justify it so it clearly mm. is one of those strange brain anomalies you know the same way that people who have sleep paralysis or yeah yeah hallucinate so, the yeah. same thing it's I, clearly i do get that bad. i get i get the grim reaper standing above me with sleep paralysis yeah Fucking hell. But yeah, it's it, no wonder uh, people think you've been abducted by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the sleep paralysis documentary that used to be on Netflix, I think it was mm. uh, called Nightmare. That was mm. one of the most fascinating things I've ever watched. It was mm. so strange. Oh, so yes. we... good. Um, yeah, I was going to say we should probably wrap it up here as um, as exciting as it is. Um, but we will definitely be back for another chat like this at some point. I think yeah. I think we should Let we should bring on like some people who who have well, genuinely got yeah absolutely. Yeah. We're, I'd be we're not very keen to yeah have someone we'll, try. We'll be to accused of what the BBC is accused of soon. <coughs> Being paedophiles. Well, I was going to say we haven't <laughs> hidden like <laughs> systemic paedophilia. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't going quite that far. Just being a little bit one-sided. Oh, right, I see. (laughs) Well, I think that's the thing. I I didn't know how, I mean, I had a suspicion. But, yeah, because we'd never really discussed it, and that was what struck Mm. me, the fact that we're such good friends and we discuss films and all the rest of it in such Mm. detail. And I was like, do you know what? I don't think we've ever actually sat down and said, do you believe or not? So I thought, you know, get the mics on and we'll... I believe in amazing films. Yay! Well, if if people if listeners like this, let us know, and we'll definitely do more. Do you know, because it's a, it's a nice little chat, and we didn't have to watch a film. Yay! And I'll <laughs> so, be back when we do the stories. Right. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Right. Good night. Good night. Good night.